next on Fatherhood Fridays Season 2. I just wanted to leave you guys uh, that sometimes the answer uh, is within yourself. Sometimes you don't have to go see nobody. Sometimes you have the tools, but you have to be willing to calm down, come back down to yourself, to your logic, to a place of centeredness so that you can pick up your tools and be like, oh, I had the answer the entire time. Testing one, two, testing one, two, mic check, one, two, one, two. Man, I just thought about something. I'm not on two microphones. I'm only on one mic. And this mic just so happens to be my iPhone 8 Plus. <laughs> What's going on, people? Welcome back to Fatherhood Fridays. This is Chalmer. Um, glad you can join us this Friday. Um, as I am headed home, I wanted to do a continuation on last week's episode uh three hats we wear in life part two and those three hats i'm referring to is manhood being a man a husband and a father and now that i've had time to clear my head now that i'm in a right head space um now that I've had time to pray and, and, and really seek comfort from um, God and, and, and my wife, I'm able to see the differences and similarities. And so we're going to break those down, the compare and contrast. Um, but before we do that, um, I wanted to first off apologize, apologize, apologize for last week's episode. I know some of you guys might have listened to it and was thinking like, what is going on with him? <laughs> and when I first recorded it, I felt like it was justifiable because I was in my feelings and I was being authentic. But a lot of times when we're going through uh, tough times, whether it's in our marriage, whether it's uh, going through tough times in life, uh, we justify it and we express it, but we keep repeating the same thing over and over. And oftentimes there's no means to an end. And it's just like a movie. All movies have to come to an end. All movies have to get to the closing. And once I finally listen to it, I'm like, man, I keep on saying the same thing over and over. <laughs> I don't think people came to hear my problems. I don't think people came to hear my venting. That's something that I needed to 
direct that to God in my prayer and quiet time and in my frustration, not to you guys. And so I wanted to apologize um, because you guys deserve more. I don't think you come to listen to just hear me, even though every day I'm not, every Friday I'm not going to feel excited, but I don't think you come to hear just to hear me mope and, and bitter and whine and, and, and sound depressed. So I wanted to apologize in advance. Um, and so I wanted to also talk about, uh, before we get started too, um, thank you to my two donors. We had two donors in making uh, season two. You know who you are. And so I wanted to just say thank you in advance. Um, because of you, we're able to keep it going and create new content and, and add more bells and whistles and things like that. And so if you wanna donate, go to anchorfm.com, type in Fatherhood Fridays, or you can go to Google, type in Fatherhood Fridays, and the pop-up screen will say uh, donation and support. You can make a donation as simple as 99 cent, 4.99 or 9.99. And if we think about it, those three prices, psh, we pay more for that at a, re a fast food restaurant than, than what I'm asking to make a donation. Um, if you also want to subscribe or follow um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, there's three more I'm missing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to them one day um, that you can find me on. Um, follow. That way you can stop getting annoying texts from me or emails. You can just, it'll come to your phone and you can listen at your discretion. Now, manhood fatherhood husband there's no such thing as husbandhood what are the differences what are the similarities well if we go, if we base it base it on the bible here are here are what is consistent two things and being a man you have to have love and being a husband you have to have love and being a father you have to have love and being a man you have to have uh, stewardship, the skill of managing, uh, and a husband. You have to have the skill of stewardship, being able to manage. Uh, in fatherhood, you have to have the skill set of being able to manage. Um, and they all get compounded on each other. When you're a man, you have to be able to manage what is on your level at that point, um, which could be bills, which could be your health, uh, which could be your spirituality, which can be uh, emotional regulation. You have to be able to manage those things. Um, we see the first example of a steward managing his early life was Adam. Before Adam had Eve, God created him and told him, to manage the Garden of Eden and to manage and name all of the uh, animals, birds, reptiles, sea creatures. So he had to manage everything that was created. And that, and that is the identity of manhood is to manage 
what has been created for you and what has been created inside of you. As a husband, you have to be able to manage that with your wife. The same thing. But now it's not just one person. It's two people. When you become a father, now it's compounded. You have to be able to manage what is uh, what is under you, which is your spouse, which is now your kids or stepkids or cousins and nieces or whoever is in your life. You have to be able to manage, to take care of. And there are many different ways uh, that you can take care of, like I said, spirituality, emotionally, physically, um, and there's practical things uh, such as bills, money management, um, let's see, knowing how to cook and clean, uh, knowing how to save money, education, I mean, the list goes on and on. So I didn't want to spend uh, too much time on what is similar about manhood, fatherhood, and being a husband. But I wanted to wanted to expound on what the differences are. And so those those three those two things I named are going to be the same across the board. And you can all you can always uh, be willing to invest in those things. Um, if you don't have love, you don't have anything. You can't give what you don't have. Whatever is inside of you will come out. Those three sentences or statements I just said, you can almost paraphrase that with scriptures in the Bible. Uh, what comes out of your mouth are the issues in, uh, of life. Um, can't give what you don't have. Um, you can't give something that you don't have. You can't give somebody new wine if you don't have new wine inside of you, um, which talks about wine in the wine skin. Uh, and so love above all things is important in these three roles. Uh, now, what, what are the separators from these three roles? As we look at a husband, we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 5, um, verse 25. It says, Husbands, love your wife just as Christ loved the church. And you might be thinking, how did Christ love the church? Outside of love was two things I want you to chew on. Leadership and sacrifice. Let's talk about sacrifice for a minute. Jesus sacrificed so much for the betterment of the church. So as a husband, you are supposed to sacrifice the things of this world for the betterment of your relationship with God, your relationship with your spouse, and your relationship with your kids. And I know it's tough because sometimes you're not the best at time management. But what if your job is gonna offer you more money, but it means you have to work on weekends? Should you take the job? I don't think so. Especially if you and your wife are not in agreement. What if 
uh, you have you you you're thinking about making more money, or or um, you want to pick up a second job because the money isn't there, but it's taken away from uh, your going to church on Sundays or during the week and your time with your spouse and kids. You shouldn't do it because what should be in order is God, your wife, if you're married, and your kids, then your job. Those uh, three or four things I just named in that order. So if those things are out of whack, you have to prioritize them according to how God sees it. Why? Because God looks at your marriage as a reflection of him. Because that was the first thing he established. Also, your family is your first ministry. Let me say that again. Your family is your first ministry. So you might not be a pastor of a church, but your church is your your church is your family. Your church is your family. Your first lady is your wife <laughs> and your members are your kids. And so if you don't know them well, if you're not shepherding and, and managing them well and loving on them well and sacrificing them, you're not going to be as effective if you decide to do anything else. Whether that's being a pastor, whether that's just working, your your ambitions, what whatever it is, you have to get your home front good first before you can do anything. And so, sacrifice. There's been times this summer that I have purposely not worked so that I could have more time with my kids, even though I knew that by me not working, this is going to come up short. That is going to come up short. But I had to trust in God and know that all things work together for the good, for those that love God and are called according to his purpose. So in me not working this summer, because I got laid off of my job in May, and I spent the summer with my kids and my wife, I believe God honored that and he propelled me to the next level. And so it might not be the same scenario, but you catch my drift. The third thing as it relates to a husband is leadership. You have to be a leader in the home. You are the CEO in the home, period, point blank. Sure, is the CEO in, involved in, in, in every little detail on a company? No, but they sure enough get the last word. They sure enough put in systems in place and the vice president or the manager uh, basically runs it. And so you have to be willing to make decisions. You have to be willing to put in systems uh, to best serve your wife and best serve uh, your kids. Um, and you can't you can't just come home with the paycheck and say, wife, you do everything else. That's not a true leader. God looks at you as the head of the household, the CEO. And so you have to operate like a CEO. That doesn't mean you rule and reign and be a dictator over your wife. 
because that's not an effective CEO. But that means you come together, but you, your wife has to entrust in you that you are making decisions and sometimes the final decision based on what would Jesus do? Not based on your own selfish ambitions, not based on what you learned as just being a man, but based on what would Jesus do? How would Jesus handle this? And that is uh, being able to lead and also being able uh, to be a servant leader, being able to serve your 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 spouse, meeting her uh, her needs, whatever those needs might be, uh, whether it's financial, whether it's uh, emotional, whether it's spiritual, whether it's physical, you have to meet her needs. And meeting someone's needs doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily change them, but it does mean mean that your presence is important changing them only God can change them but just the fact that you're present and you're listening and you're praying for them and you're giving your perspective if needed um, is important because at the end of the day you are a reflection of God and so you have to redirect you know your spouse to God you know, not become God because she can't change you. You can't change her. But if the spouse is on the left and another spouse is on the right and God is in the middle, that's where true change is going to take place. As we move on, another difference in being a father as I'm driving through traffic here is training. As a father, when you have kids, stepkids, nieces, nephews, people in the neighborhood that you're being father figures to, you have to be willing to train, train, correct, and discipline. Uh, the Bible says in Proverbs, train up a child in the way he or she should go, and when they get older, they will not depart from it. So if you're training a child, if you're correcting a child, in the way that represents God, this is wisdom. They will not depart from it. It's funny, what you're training a child, whether you believe it or not, because whatever you do in front of them subconsciously, they're gonna end up doing. So you're training them, whether you're intentional about the training or you're unintentional about it, you're still training them to do something. And so you want to be a fatherhood. One of the differences is being able to train, being able to correct, being able to discipline when necessary. Those are essentials. You don't train uh, your spouse. You influence your spouse. You love on your spouse. You're a leader to your spouse, but you don't train your spouse. You might train yourself as a man in order to manage your day-to-day -day life, but that's where the buck ends. But you train uh, your kids through love, you train your kids through correction, you train your kids through discipline. Um, and so um, training is, is one of the differences that you do as a father, as an overseer of your family. And so um, those are the three differences that I was able to look at 
and expound on. Um, and so I'm kind of almost the answer to my own problems and, and questions last week as I went to that men's conference uh, a few weeks back. And so um, I just wanted to leave you guys uh, that sometimes the answer uh, is within yourself. Sometimes you don't have to go see nobody. Sometimes you have the tools, but you have to be willing to calm down, come back down to yourself, to your logic, to a place of centeredness so that you can pick up your tools and be like, oh, I had the answer the entire time. Um, and so this has been another episode of Fatherhood Fridays. And we're going to catch you next week um, I'm excited about next week because I already think I have a guest or I have a good idea of what I'm going to do and so i um, continue to listen continue to spread the word and we will be in touch sooner than later talk to you later